Welcome to a special bonus episode celebrating the 29th annual Canadian Grand Prix New Product Awards finalists. Sylvain and I are thrilled to be a sponsor of these prestigious awards for the third year in a row and have the chance to hand out the hardware on the stage IRL to the winners in person for the first time. We've had the opportunity to meet and get to know many fantastic food innovators and entrepreneurs, creators and makers, from consumer brands to private retail labels. These are their stories. Robin Landon, welcome to the Food Professor podcast this afternoon. How are you both doing? We are doing fantastic. Thank you very much for having us. Doing great. Fantastic. Well, welcome. So um, let me start with uh, you, Landon. Uh, Tell me a little bit about uh, yourself, and then we'll get to talk about the company. Congratulations, you're a finalist in the Canadian Grand Prix. I'm looking at your product. It's so interesting. Um, Boy, the packaging, the presentation... Real neat. Um, so I'm really keen to learn all about uh, what you got going on here and, and how you came up with it and all that great stuff. So Landon, tell us about yourself and then and then Rob, you tell me about yourself and then we'll talk about the company and the product. Awesome. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. So my name is Landon Craker. Um, I am b- from Manitoba where, uh, where currently we produce and sell the product. Um, my background is marketing. I did go to school in Calgary at SAIT for uh, business admin marketing. Uh, moved down here uh, to the rural municipality of Piney about five years ago. Uh, linked up with Rob when we both worked together at Buffalo Point Resort. Uh, through that time that we worked together, uh, we just really struck up a friendship. Uh, we both mm-hmm. did the restaurant uh, as a group. So Rob was the head chef and I was the front of house manager. And uh, yeah, through that experience, we kind of... Uh, came up with this idea on the side um, as, uh, as friends and, and people that realized they work together really well. So um, yeah, we, we started it in about December or yeah, 2020, December, mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took us a while to get everything going. Like you mentioned before the packaging, the labeling, mm-hmm. uh, getting all the research, research and development uh, together, the flavors the way we wanted them to come across. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, a bit of a nutshell of myself and a, a short, brief uh, explanation of the product. Yeah, well, we'll get into a lot more. Rob, tell me about yourself. Um, so, I'm originally from BC. I've been mm-hmm. a chef uh, since I left high school, went to culinary school, went and worked all over, worked on Rocky Mountaineer, worked on in mm-hmm. Europe at some Michelin star restaurants, London and in France. Uh, moved back, did Whistler, personal chef in Whistler for a few years, mm. uh, moved to Okanagan, was a personal chef on the lakes out there, started my own restaurant, fine dining restaurant, ran it for about 10 years, uh, moved on from that out to Manitoba where I met Landon. Well, and, th- and there we have it. All right. So, so let's, uh, Rob, let's stick with you. So, you know, this is such an interesting product. Describe it for the viewers uh, who aren't looking at it, they can go. I'll put links to your website and all that stuff. But describe your product. What is it? Okay. What's the value proposition, and and uh, what makes it different? And then, Landon, I want to want to talk about uh, about how this all came about in a little bit more detail. But let's start with uh, you, Rob. Tell me about Von Slicks. Okay. So Von Slicks is a flavored butter. So, say in the culinary world, you would call it a compound finishing butter. We use it mm. in fine dining all around the world for a hundred years or so. My whole career, I've never been able to buy it. So, we actually decided to uh, make it, put it into push tubes. So, basically, when you're cooking, 
You just take it out of the freezer for about 10 minutes. You just push it up just like a big chapstick kind of. <laughs> pop off a slice, throw it right yeah. on top of your food, let it melt in. Adds a ton mm. of flavor to basically anything you can think of cooking, from seafood to pasta to French toast in the morning to just a bagel or toast. So to be clear, because I've never seen anything quite like it, but that doesn't mean I've, it doesn't exist. But by the sounds of it, you've created something here. Because I, I build my own compound butter, and I looked at this immediately and went, oh, my God, I love this. But is it was it that spark of inspiration? You said, you know, I need this but it isn't there. I mean, that's the entrepreneurial journey. There's a, a gap to be filled. Is there, you know, is, is that how this all began, Rob? Is, is it really yeah, it about, is. Yeah. yeah, you know, I've used it my whole career. I've never been able to buy it. And, mm. you know, moving out to Manitoba here, we live pretty rural out here. So I was mm-hmm. just thinking about a company to start out here that we can produce here and ship mm-hmm. out. Mm. So we can have our nice lifestyle out here and uh, build a nice business. So tell me about the ingredients. Now, first of all, there's a bunch of flavors. So tell me about the flavors. And I want to get into the, a bit of the ingredients and where you source them. So there's more than one flavor of Von Slicks. Tell me about yes. that. We have six original flavors to start. So mm-hmm. we have roasted red pepper. We have garlic confit, mushroom duxel, olive tapenade, uh, salted caramel, and wild blueberry. And we chose these six flavors for their versatility. They're very mm-hmm. iconic flavors. It can pretty much match with anything you're cooking. I love the idea, the salted caramel. I mean, that's a, that's a surprise. Where did you come up with that one specifically? The other ones kind of are, I don't know if I'd say familiar, but the salted caramel, what's, where was the origin story behind that one particularly? You know, it's just something I've used in my own mm. restaurant back in uh, Salmon Arm, BC. We used it on some dessert items. And it's just something, right. one of my favorite compound butters. So I decided to make it in this round, and it goes nicely with all kinds of things, from popcorn to toast to huh. a muffin in the morning to pork chops to salmon. It's a lot more versatile than a lot of people would think from initial initial seeing of the product. Yeah. Now, you've I, on your website, I'm looking at your website, they, they seem to be cut in very uh, uniform discs. But you could basically cut this as thick or thin as you want, if I'm reading this exactly. correctly. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, and you know, in the restaurant, you the mm. reason we put them in a push tube and kept them round like this is because in a chef world, you would actually make this up, you would roll it in a saran wrap boudin mm-hmm. shape, and you would freeze it. So yep. when you're in service, you just take it out, you unwrap it, and you slice off a coin. It's for presentation, it's for mm. ease of use. Um, so I wanted to keep that same restaurant format, so mm. even the most distinguished chef would buy it and use it at home. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, I've got a, a barbecue channel on YouTube, and I was making a chicken kiev this weekend, or attempting it. And of course, it takes a big compound butter in the center, and I'm getting it into the freezer, and I'm like, you know, I'm trying to whippy whip the the you know the the saran wrap to make the the tube. So this thing, man, this is a solution ready made for for exactly you know, make, making making product like that. Now, one last question. Um, so you're in rural Manitoba. And is that where you're sourcing the ingredients? Tell me a little bit about where the ingredients are, are sourced from, the, the, the dairy and, and all the different uh, things that go into it. Uh, well, the main product is the butter. And we actually mm-hmm. get that locally through Notre mm-hmm. Dame Creamery. It's one of the last independent creameries in the country, which mm-hmm. is really nice to work with. Uh, they're a great company and amazing butter. Um, as for all the other 
uh, their ingredients, they kind of come from all over the place because, mm-hmm. you know, red mm-hmm. wine vinegar, we don't really make too much of that sure, around sure. Manitoba. Yep. Uh, olives come right from Italy. Uh, we get a lot of our stuff right through a restaurant supplier. And oh, we've got to nice. bring down to our kitchen and then we process it all right here in our own facility. Right on. But the but the, the core ingredient, the butter, that's Manitoba butter. I'm that's that's bespoke yeah, butter I'm tasting, and right? Some of the best butter. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um Landon, I want to throw it back to you. I mean, I look at the packaging, the name, everything about it. Tell me about the origin story behind that. I guess the format, the push tube was was the first insight but the tell me about the background to the name and and listen congratulations the packaging's fantastic it's got a real vibe to it so tell me about how that came about thank you uh we did that together as a team uh i'll start with the name so von slicks we were actually going to choose a different name to start Hmm. and uh trying to be proactive we reached out to a lawyer group to check in on trademarking and if this was something Mm -hmm. we could protect Mm -hmm. And the original name was called Churn, and it was part mm-hmm. of the procedure of making butter. So uh, the, the team came back to us and essentially said, you're not going to be able to protect that. Too so common. We too had common to a name, it. right? Is that what they said? They, it's too common a name kind of thing? Exactly, right? Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. part of the process of making the product. Sure. Um, so we had packaging pretty much ready mm-hmm. to be made, and we had to make a pivot really quick. And mm-hmm. uh, Rob and myself sat down and uh, – we tried to brainstorm as fast as we could to come up with something we liked. And lo and behold, I actually had a design company from years ago that was called Von Slicks and mm. uh, just came out of that with that name just out of my head. And uh, mm. Rob looked at the, looked at the tube he was holding at the time. And he just said, Oh, this is slick. And, you know, we both decided that <laughs> the, the name just, it's, it suits butter so well. It's a little bit edgy. It's a little bit gritty. It's got uh, personality to it. And, you know, the word slick always goes well with butter. So uh, we just dissolved that previous company and stole the name. Mm. And uh, here we are with Von Slick's uh, finishing touch and uh, the packaging itself. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that together, uh, Rob and myself, you know, trying to, keep it fresh and I am, you know, something that you're going to notice, but mm-hmm. also something that is going to look uh, natural. And, uh, you know, so the cardboard background, you know, trying mm-hmm. to keep it feeling eco-friendly, which it is. The, the packaging is all paper. It's all paper packaging. So, you know, trying to play off of eco, the eco-friendly side, um, making sure that we're, we're staying true to that. And, uh, and then just trying to give it a look that you would remember. So... Now, when you when you are presenting this to grocers and buyers and and specialty stores, what kind of reaction are you getting? Are you uh, are you getting a nice uh, a nice reaction to the product? And are they are they do they understand the product? And and is is your value resonating? It certainly value it certainly resonated with the judges. It's resonating with me. But tell me about that a bit. So um, we have had a great response from retailers. We are now in about eighty five retailers in Manitoba in just over a year of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so the response has been great. Um, we're in a lot of specialty meat stores, mm-hmm. um, things like that. And, you know, the product is just such a natural fit with barbecue meats as well, among yeah. other things as well. Um, but that has been, you know, it, it's been fairly easy for the retailer to, to pick up the product. Now we're, what we've been working on for the last year is trying to, you know, get past the retailer to the customer and explaining mm. it to them. Cause that's where we're, we're really, uh, we're really focusing on is getting uh, product education out because exactly right. Like it's so unique that a lot of people just aren't quite sure what to do with it. So we've been getting out there and explaining it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping once that snowball starts, it's just going to grow and word of mouth going to sort of take over. So 
So, it, well, let's let's explore that for a minute or two. So, great reception in the trade, and now you got to you know the trade will be saying, well, how are you going to generate demand? Basically, right? Yep. Um, are you looking at uh, social media or influencers or or uh, in store media or are you, what, what kind of things are you looking at? What do you what, what's your you know what's your menu so to speak uh, where you think you'll be effective? So, Landon's been working pretty good on the social media part with influencers in Manitoba here. Uh, mm-hmm. Big success with all of that. We've done a lot of trade shows, a lot of markets, mm-hmm. and we're just uh, been launching into restaurants in this last little while mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So, we ex- we expect that to be a big game changer for us as well because people are going to try it on their steak when they're out and about. Yeah. We sell it in a coin format. So, oh, restaurants can have it. They just actually mm-hmm. put it right on top of whatever and finish off their plates. And then we get our little name and a menu and we get uh, product awareness that way. And we make some money at the same time, which is great. Yeah. Do you have any ambitions to ship directly from your site? I mean, it's not the easiest product to ship directly because it's got to be refrigerated. But is that in the in the long term plan? We're working through those logistics right Mm -hmm. now, actually. We're Mm -hmm. ordering in boxes. Uh, We just got to figure out the shipping channel because, as everybody knows, the shipping channels are pretty bogged down at the moment. Yeah. So, But it's all coming together. We've had quite a bit of demand to have the product shipped uh, across mm-hmm. North America. We've moved it to mm-hmm. North Carolina, Idaho, uh, Florida, and then you know across across Canada as well. So that 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 is really starting to uh, um, pick up the, that online mm-hmm. presence that you'd mentioned. Now uh, we just have to make sure that when we build the system to deal with that, that it's efficient and that mm-hmm. it's transparent to the customer and they understand the costs involved because yeah. you know shipping a frozen product, it's got to be you know, fairly expedited. So, yeah. So I'd find this, I'd find this item typically uh, just picking up on that in the freezer or the fridge section. Where do you, where do you recommend it be merchandised? We uh, sell the product frozen and we recommend mm-hmm. keeping it frozen. You're just going to get so much more longevity out of the product. Mm-hmm. There's so much real food inside mm-hmm. of each of our six flavors that, uh, you know, you're going to get six months to a year in a freezer. Whereas in a fridge, it's not the mm-hmm. butter that might spoil. It'll be the real food inside that tube. So for mm. us, it's it's a frozen product, and uh, we're selling it frozen. We actually uh, purchased small display freezers because mm. we do recognize mm-hmm. that our product could get buried in a freezer section as well. So we've yeah. purchased these small freezers, and then you know, we have a lot more control over where in the store our product is being sure. displayed. Sure. So we, we normally try and keep those freezers near um, the butcher or the, the meat yeah, or, yeah. or bakery section. And, uh, mm. you know, it's much more of an impulse buy and a lot more in your face. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, recommendation. So I just, uh, I just got a case of, uh, Noble premium bison delivered to my house for my, uh, oh, nice. for my barbecue show. Thanks to the folks at, uh, Noble. What would you recommend I put on it? Uh, I would say Rob, blueberry. What, what do you think? What blueberry do you think? all the way. <laughs> blueberry all the way. All right. Yes. Bison and blueberry. Very classic. Goes right back to the native times. <laughs> fantastic well I'll, I'll take that recommendation uh well listen gentlemen congratulations on your success congratulations again on becoming a uh, finalist in the canadian grand prix uh i wish you uh, much continued success a great product very innovative um you know fantastic backstory and and uh i think you've filled a nice uh, a nice niche in the market and i wish you continued success and look forward to talk to you a year from now and and see how uh, how it's progressed so for now, thanks for joining me on the Food Professor podcast. And again, wish you continued success. Awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. 
Thanks for joining us on this special bonus episode of The Food Professor. Stay tuned for plenty of great interviews of the finalists from the Retail Council of Canada's Canadian Grand Prix New Product Awards. Stay tuned for our regular full-length episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you enjoy your podcast today. <laughs>